Hey guys, it's Spooky. <laughs> hey all, it's C-Max, and this is M-O-M, Matrimony of Madness. We dated on Halloween, we got married on Halloween, and we spend our Thursday evening talking about all things spooky. We're a family-friendly podcast with all the blood and guts, and whether it's your first time or you're a frequent listener, we want to thank you for taking a stab at it. I want to go ahead and clarify... <coughs> uh, talking about all things spooky as in not talking about spooky me but all things spooky oh horror spooky. oh <laughs> oh i didn't i didn't specify i forgot i you know I, for, I don't your legal your legal name's not spooky until you go on like a dennis rodman midlife crisis like i am on right now apparently <laughs> and then when you change your legal name to spooky then I, I can see how that could be confusing. I feel like need to redact every episode. First of all, I was going to say for some every reason every episode. For some reason, I don't think I ever noticed. I don't. I didn't really put that together until literally just now. Well, leave it to Beaver. Le- ah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alrighty then. Any funny stories? What a day, man! We have had we we've had a swell day. I don't think I've been to Disney. Uh, Two times in a row, like two days in a row. Maybe since you do, maybe, I don't know, since Disneyland, I guess. I think we talked about this. But in Florida, where it's a slammer scorcher. It was when Matt was here. Matt and Kat and Blake were here. Right? Um, we did Universal Disney, the shebang. Did we do two days in a row? Did we do two days in a row at Disney, we, or did we did one? Well, we went to Animal Kingdom, and then we yeah. did... Hollywood, right? I don't know. Did we park hop or anything? Or? I can't remember. Yeah, I'm I can't be remember. Real honest. But so yeah, I've done Disney back to back. We were very blessed to do the pass holder preview of Guardians of the Galaxy, the new the Cosmic Rewind, right? Is that I think name? so. Yeah. Or is that the is that the name of the uh, the uh, the ride at California Adventure? No, well, crap. Now I don't know. No, I don't know either. It was the new Guardians ride at Epcot. Yeah. So we we did. We were blessed enough to do that. Um, it was real good. It was a real it fun was really, time. Yeah. That's not that's not what we do on the cast, but... I just wanted people to know that it no, was no, a No, no, no. I'm good just... Time. Yeah, it, it is the Cosmic Rewind. I was correct. Uh, I love how I, I search to make sure I'm saying the name right, and the first article I see from Walt Disney World News today is... Causing motion sickness for a fair amount of guests, which is literally what happened to me. <laughs> so, as much as people like to critique that news outlet, that is a fair statement. But, great ride. I would go on it again, and I will go on it again. But I did get off, and I was like, dizzy. I think it's just because you're, we're just not used to that type of ride you're at not, Disney. Man. The, the the rides everywhere, I mean, everyone likes to say, like, oh, Universal, just like screen rides. And in a, in a way, they're correct. But... Just the technology, like you could argue with Hagrid's too, like Hagrid's coaster at a uh, Universal. Just the technology is getting getting nuts. It is getting nuts. The today truly today was nuts. showed, yeah, how crazy, crazy we're getting. Yeah, what technology incorporating a roller coaster? Like it was, it was. It I was can't wait, Nutty Professor. I can't wait 
to see this technology like used in like Halloween Horror Nights. Like imagine the intro, the introduction to the ride today, like incorporated in a house like somewhere. Like an intro of a house or so something cool. that would be really. cool. Or just incorporated in a house in general. Like I feel like it would make the lines really long, but, but also work. But just it. do it for one house. Yeah, like the you, like the slammer. Yeah, you guys have no idea what we're talking about. But if you ride the ride. Then you will. I don't want to spoil it. There's a, there's a no. This is a spoil free zone. Spoil so I, free, no I, more. Uh, I do have I do have a funny story, but it kind of goes with the news. So it's All like right. I don't think I want to do that because it's like it's part of the news, you know. Okay, that's but uh, we were talking to our nephew Blake because he needs to listen to the Little Monsters episode, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we did get a lot of feedback that everybody had fun and that you guys played the game. So uh, we'll be planning more of those games and shows in the future. If you didn't like it, uh, I'm glad you're listening. I appreciate you forgiving us and having a kind heart in forgiving us. Yes. Um, but yeah, he we were talking. I was FaceTiming him, and he he said something about he made up a joke or something about peeing or pooping his pants, and I don't remember because I was so tired. And that's like right after the heat one. Which again, we're pl- we're recording again because the heat just keep moving on. You know, haven't checked the score, haven't looked at anything because I want to be there for you, and I just want you to know that I'm committed, like Sparkle Motion, to this podcast. I hope people got that reference. They, I mean, if they didn't, that's okay. That one was for us. That's true. That was for us. <coughs> All right. So today's episode is uh, we got a packed. Episode. We got a pretty packed episode. That's so, why I don't. Yeah. That's why so I'm not gonna, gonna like beat around the bush. You know. Yeah. So that's, that's all good and gravy. So we're going to uh, jump into the news real quick. If you guys have never listened, we're not a news podcast. We're going to touch on some headlines. We're going to maybe discuss the ones we like, discuss what we don't like. But if you want like a detailed description and if you want like hardcore news daily on what's happening in the spooky. Google that bad boy. Yeah, just Google it. Uh, we're going to give you some things that interest us. And sometimes we skip the big headlines for like the smaller ones because it's just what interests us. It's true. It's there, not- I'm sure there were, uh, I'm sure there were some news that I just kind of were like, oh, that's cool, but I'm just not going to delve into it. Yeah. So I get it. You'll so, find some, yeah, so some just, news out there. So just so you guys know, uh, we're going to just hit the headlines, and then uh, if you don't like the way we do it because you want more news, just Google that bad boy. Exactly. We're going to give you the little. Um, cheerleading pre-show before the playoff game Ooh, so the cheerleaders typically come out during halftime no so, they do do a little show in the beginning are we talking high school football are we talking i'm literally talking about a basketball game do they do it beforehand yeah okay fair uh, that, that they reference works. do a little jive you're right that works all right thank you so on to the news uh c-max has no news for you uh, again I have uh, the news. I'm for you. Disney two days in a row. I'm sunburnt to the core. <laughs> so I <laughs> to so, the, from the core of the sun. <laughs> so I apologize um, for those listening. You're just going to be hearing a lot of me. I'm sure C Max will give. His you don't have to input. apologize. So here's the thing. All right. So here's the thing. Shut up. Shut up. I'm going to just shut keep, up. I'm going to shut my up. First piece of news. Shut up. <laughs> You're not allowed to say that anymore. So you got on to me about talking about audio issues and apologizing. You're no longer allowed to say, I'm sorry, guys, that my name is Spooky, and I'm kind of the reason we started this podcast, and I, you know, I'm just really sorry that you got to listen to my voice a lot, huh? You're not allowed to do that anymore. Why are you making me sound like I'm like the allergy that's, kid? That's what I hear. Nasally allergy You're kid? When you, so, it's like James <laughs> McAvoy in the movie Split. When you go into the segment where you're like, I don't. 
like sorry that I'm talking a lot. You switch personalities into like the Patricia, not Patricia, because she's like the staunch one, I think, if I remember correctly. But you turn into one of the annoying personalities, and I, and all I hear is, "Hey guys, you know, I'm really sorry. Matrimony matters. We got a podcast, and you know, my husband kind of just does it with me, and he really enjoys it. But I'm, I, this is kind of my passion project, and I really wanted to get into it. I'm really sorry that I'm talking a lot. That's that's what I hear." That's literally what comes to my okay, mind. Well, I'm sorry that I have multiple personalities that I like to come out whenever anymore. they want to. I wasn't allowed to talk about the audio issues. You're not allowed to do that anymore. All right, so moving Starting, on to the newsies. Things are going my way after today. All right, that's good. Okay. You can't start singing that song <laughs> and then cut me off. I wonder if people get that's that reference, too. That's kind of a too. jerk thing to do. That's kind of a jerk. <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, we have a release date for those who like this Um I don't want to say yeah. franchise. Would a franchise be something that's like more than like a three things? Is that a franchise? Or can a franchise just be like a, like, could I say Coco's a franchise? No. Um, uh, I would say no. It's a, it's an IP. Oh, it's like a property IP. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I don't, to me, I don't think Coco's a franchise. Okay. So uh, what would be considered a franchise? Like if there's multiple movies uh, of it, like Halloween's a franchise. Yeah. Halloween's for sure a franchise. Screams you know, Universal, franchise. Universal Monsters is a franchise because like there has been more than one Frankenstein movie, but even if they all had one movie, okay. I still feel like it's a franchise because it's multiple segments of yeah, that. Okay. Mo- yeah. All right. So for those of you, in my opinion, that's not professional. I get that. I this isn't a franchise. I just almost said franchise. That's okay. I, I think okay. the reason you said franchise is because we really want a Buffalo Wild Wings in Ocala, Florida, <laughs> and we. Don't have that, and so I think it just that's what we live with that daily. That's true. And I think that's that's shout out to B Dubs down here. So for those of you who like this IP property, the release date for Hocus Pocus two has been. I'd say that's a franchise. It's the second one now. I would say now it is a franchise, right? Is that what considered a franchise? Is it when it gets to the second, then it's a franchise? I don't know. Hot Take Tuesday. I feel like. (laughs) I feel like three becomes a franchise. After three, then it's a franchise. So this is definitely hot. This is definitely hot. Take Tuesday material, which is a segment we were thinking about working on. So this will be one of those because I, I don't, like my heart's telling me that there's going to be. And I know I'm taken away from the news, and everyone's probably like really stoked about this. And I don't mean to like rain. I don't mean to locust rain on that parade, but I think that it is a franchise since it's going to have a second movie. Go on. Sorry. Hocus Pocus also has like a cult following, and they have a lot of merch, and like like it's yeah. a, it's, it's it's still around. Yeah. So like maybe I, don't, yeah. I think all right. You go ahead. I'm gonna look okay, up the. I'm gonna okay. So the official release date for Hocus Pocus two is September thirtieth, twenty twenty two. So that will be coming this That's year awesome. for y'all who are super stoked for that. I am super stoked for you. Also um, confirmed that at Boo Bash. Was it Boobash? No, Halloween at the High Seas at Disney, the characters would be dressing up as the Hocus Pocus characters, so that's also really cute. Some are the Daisy and Daisy Daisy, Clarabelle, and Mickey will be dressed up as nice. the or Minnie, right? Daisy, what did I say, Mickey? Yeah. Uh, Daisy Minnie. I would love to see Mickey <laughs> dressed up as the Sanderson sister, though. That would be so funny. Uh, but no, alas, it is Minnie. Uh, so there was a movie poster that was revealed earlier this week that people are super excited for. They are making a Dr. Jekyll movie. 
the movie poster Ooh, was yeah, released. Yeah, I did see and it that. I really did cool. see this. The poster it, looks insane. Yeah, the, facial, the poster looks cool. It's by Hammer Studios, and Eddie Izzard, I think I said that name right, is the lead in it. And I don't know. I don't know really what else they've been in. I'm going to be real honest with you. It's okay. So, but it's just been a movie. It's just kind of a teaser, so that's really exciting. Now, oh, and there is a new movie coming out called The Kill Room. Uma Thurman is in it, and it is confirmed that Maya Hawke, who is Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke's daughter, will be joining her about it. in this movie. So I'm excited to see a trailer for that. Hopefully we'll be getting one soon. Uh, so yeah, and yes. Do you want my, do you want the take on the franchise issue, or have we moved on? I mean, you already did the research, so I feel like I only have two more things of news, so go ahead. Oh, really? That's all you got? Well, one of them's going to take a bit for me to kind of go over everything I want to (laughs) say. I thought you were like, one of them's going to hurt me a lot, so. No. I, uh, I, I thought you were going to get into, like, some emotional context. By the way, best friend, best friend David, friend of the show, I just want to point out that uh, we, and I'm not making, in no way am I making fun of him, but we have a picture of him happy crying on the Guardians ride. I love it. it and I me already life. got his, fo- I already got his face for any time I'm happy crying. I'm just going to send that instead of like, I, I t- my go-to for happy crying is typically like the Michael Scott. Oh yeah. Crying. I'm going to just send that picture of his face now. I love it. We should put in the, we should make a discord thing for it. Like a little email? Yeah. I can make it into an email. Yes. Do I have to ask for his permission or nah? I mean, probably it is his face. All right. Well, David at Suplex the Sticks, friend of the show, best friend David, I'm going to ask for your permission to use your face. <laughs> um, so tell me about your franchise stuff. So the issue is that if you were to look up franchising or franchise as a business... It's a, a privilege of a public nature conferred on an individual group or company by a government. So it's like a fran, a fran, like you would get a franchise to operate a bus system, like a bunch of routes. Okay. But there, there's another one for number three, a store, restaurant, or other business operating under a license. So I'm assuming you'd have to... You'd have to have multiple. It's weird. It's, under a license. Yeah. So it's, it's like, yeah. it has to be under. Which, which with films would be the property, would be the intellectual property, would be the license. So you could have like spinoffs and stuff like that. Right. But I still don't think that answers my question. So I had a definition that involved films. Okay. And it went away and it's just gone. Okay, then. Well. <laughs> That's technology for so we'll, you, we'll, I guess. We'll, just, we'll leave it. We'll leave it. We'll How leave about it. y'all let us know? What do you think? If you're talking, if we're talking about movies in general, what in your mind would you can start to consider it a franchise when it first releases and it gets like merch and stuff like that and it's like an actual thing? Or after the second movie becomes a franchise, third movie is a franchise. What do y'all think? Let us know. Is considered a franchise. So one of a, um, sorry, I just totally what? brain farted. So, uh, Gremlin, Secret of the Mogwai, mm-hmm. that's coming to HBO Max, mm-hmm. as we know. Uh, animated. Th- animated, mm-hmm. yes. Half hour episodes, half hour episodes, hello. The Golden. 
the golden ticket. So they did announce the voice actors for them. Mm-hmm. So I'm super excited. Um, it is confirmed that it's taking place in Shanghai in 1920. I like it. And it's 10-year-old Sam who ends up becoming the owner of the shop. Yes. In the um, in the original Gremlins. So he's a grandfather? He's a little baby. He's 10 years old. Yeah, but he becomes the grandfather. In the shop. Yeah, yeah he okay. becomes the shopkeeper in the yeah, original. Okay. Yep. So it's basically him meeting Gizmo. Ooh. Yeah, which is super exciting. I'm super excited for that. The mom, the voice of the mom. So this is the, all the characters, they're the Ming family. Yeah, so these are all gonna, these are all going to be new characters introduced into the franchise. Into the franchise, because Gremlins <laughs> is a franchise. We don't know why, but we just know it is. <laughs> it is a franchise. <laughs> Dang it. So the mom, who is Fong Ming, mm-hmm. is being played. I mean, I'm, uh, sorry, it's it's Wing, not Ming. My handwriting is terrible. Yep. it's Wing. Maybe work on that a little bit. I'm so sorry. Uh, so Mingna Wen, who plays Fennec in Mandalorian and is in Mulan, yes, she's playing the voice of the mother. Also, guys, I'm so sorry if I botched these names. No, she's great, man. I love her. I love her too. She's wonderful. So she's gonna play the mom. The grandfather is being played by James Hong. He is in Blade Runner and also in Mulan. Yep. The dad, who is, his name is Han Wen, Han Wing, mm-hmm. is going to be no other than uh, B.D. Wong. Yes. So that's exciting. For those who don't know who B.D. Wong is, he's probably most known for Jurassic Park, I would say. Yeah, Jurassic Park, he was, uh, he was Hugo Strange in Gotham. He's in that. Um, he's in that show with Aquafina. Like the, it's literally has her name in it. It's like that comedy show. Oh yes, yeah. yes. And Love then um, so the little boy who ends up being the shopkeeper, mm-hmm. Sam Wing, is being played by Isaac Wang, and and he actually does the voice of Boone in Raya and the Lost and the Last Ooh, Dragon. Ooh, nice. Uh, he's also in Clifford, and he's in that Good Boys show. Or movie with okay. the three boys who like yeah. the three little boys. Yeah. Dude, that movie is funny. Uh, so yeah, so that's super exciting. Um, I, I don't think that there's a release date for that yet, but no, not yet. It is coming to HBO Max. So that's all we I can't know. wait for that. But I mean, if they got a cast, things are progressing. Things, things are, are progressing. Things are moving faster <laughs> than probably the Last of Us TV show. <sighs> probably <laughs> faster than our house build. So. <laughs> The last, the man, <laughs> the last bit of news I have is the very first house announcement for Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, so let me interject. Can I? We, I this is where my funny story comes in. So mm-hmm. you you give it, and mm-hmm. then I gotta give this. I gotta give the zing. Okay, so well, right, because there is another piece yeah, of news for sure that mm-hmm. you can you can yeah. So, anyways. So, it was officially, because it was accidentally leaked. Universal officially announced. Universal officially announced after they accidentally leaked it. Now, now let, me, let me, I apologize. Uh-huh. I'm stalling this. Uh-huh. This is for both parks? This is, I'm pretty, well, well I only saw it for Orlando. So okay, you go I, ahead. So, it is a Universal Monsters mo- mashup. It's Wolfman, Dracula, and Mummy. 
So that will be one house. And this what they accidentally leaked this on their website. If you went to their website, um, I, I don't even remember when it was. It literally had the poster for the three monsters when you went to go buy the tickets. Oh. And people were like, wow, you guys leaked your own house on accident. So then they probably figured, well, that's going to be the first house we announced because people already know about it. And then they went ahead and confirmed it. So, your funny story. Do you want me to just say what the other news is with that? That's kind of a bummer. No, because I'm going to hit it with the zing. So, I'm, I am I don't see anything for Universal. Because here's the thing. is I When we did the speculation... Um, when we did the speculation for the Halloween Horror Nights... Like, we've done two episodes on that. Yes. But when we did it the first time, I left... California out and I feel really bad because we're trying to you know we're trying to cater to everybody and I want to report the news as best as I can and we were just so excited about talking about what we partake in there's also you know how there's also Universal Halloween Horror Nights in Japan and we haven't talked about that I don't even know if they're speculating on it yet I didn't interesting e- I didn't know that I didn't even know that also until- just go ahead sorry the the house is called Legends Collide yeah, Universal Monsters Legends Collide. Yes. That's so what I it say. looks like it is going to be at both parks. Okay. And if you remember, if you guys go back to our speculation episodes, or if you listen to them, we did speculate a Universal Monsters house at both parks. So this, we're assuming, fills that gap. So Universal Monsters Legends Collide will be is the first house announcement for both, and it was leaked and you know hee hee ha ha lol. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, and expect traction on all those to like start very soon because we're we're cooking. We're very close. Uh, we're like three. We're we're four and a half months out. Yeah. So we're very close. So my funny story is, as you guys know, we work with kiddos with autism, and I was working with. He's actually a young adult with autism, and he hits me with a, Mr. Chris. So. How's Universal supposed? How's Universal getting away with the fact that they announce a Universal Monsters house, but close Monsters Cafe yeah. on basically the same day? Yeah. And so that brings us into our other sad news, which was unfortunately brought to us on Friday the thirteenth, that Monsters Cafe at Universal Studios, which was a restaurant for those who don't know, Universal Studios Orlando, our favorite spot during Halloween Horror Nights or anytime we're there. The go-to eatery, the go-to vibes. It was like it's like natural CBD for us. It really was. They're closing it. Yeah. Which I'm really upset. I I it sucks. Yeah. It super sucks. But they're replacing it with a Minions restaurant, which I don't care about. I do love Minions, but I don't care. I don't care. I I want like yeah. I don't care. It was it was it was bore it was a little scary, so it kept. A lot of the little ones out. Not that I don't love the little ones. We do a lot for our little monsters. Sometimes you need that break. Yeah. You need the break. And it was just such cool atmosphere. Like all Atmospherically, the props that were in great. there. And Lighting was perfect. They always played like the old monster movies. and it's Trailers. Just, ugh, yeah, it, it was, was great. It was so good. They had very, a whole creature very nostalgic. And I think it was a, it was a good... It was a good almost museum to what created... It really was. What created... The re- what created what we're talking about? Yeah, they had prop. They had a ton. They have a ton of props in there, all that stuff. And not flea market level stuff that you could see every day. I mean, they really had stuff that you 
Didn't oh, it was see. like it from was very the set. well put together. It was the good. food wasn't the best, but I mean, you that's not why you ate there. You no, know, we never ate there for the it food. It was the opposite of I love Texas Roadhouse. I hate being in there. The food was fine. I loved being the in atmosphere. There. Yeah. Loved being in there. Yeah. Um, and typically, the like I think that was the hot spot to work because typically the staff were always pretty, pretty stoked to be there. And yeah, they're pretty you know, nice. So they closed it. Uh, it's definitely a bummer. What it made me think is. I don't know if it's been officially announced, but it, Epic Universe, the third park that's being built, it, it's gonna it's gonna take forever. But yeah. currently in the works, I guess you could say for Orlando, Epic Universe, the third park is supposedly going to have a Universal Monsters area. So it would only make sense that if you're closing closing the Universal Studios Arla- Orlando location, you're gonna open a better version of that. You would assume... You would think that they would. Yeah. We don't have to speculate on that. No. That's for a future time, but I, I, I'm assuming that that's... I'm assuming that that's going to happen. Yeah. So it was a sad day for us. Uh, sad, sad day for us that day, but, you know, rip rip to an OG. Yeah. I'll always think about it. So we did watch a few trailers. We did. So this bring us, brings us to our... What you guys don't know, uh, we're going to talk about what we call sinister sneaks that's a nifty way to say movie trailers uh spoilers are off limits like it's a trailer yeah so just if go you watch it. if we name something and you're like i want to watch this trailer pause it go watch the trailer real quick and then come back because true it's it's off where spoilers are there are no spoilers in sinister sneaks no we just tell you you know what does what's happening so apparently every movie ever is coming out august 5th we did decide <laughs> that we want to make August 5th Matrimony of Madness Con. Yes. <laughs> because every movie that you potentially care about, that you know about, that's in the spooky genre is coming out that day. Yep. So, one of the trailers we watched was Prey. The director of 10 Cloverfield Lane is doing it. It's coming out on Hulu, August 5th. If you guys don't know what that is, it's the next Predator movie. It's Yeah, it's like a prequel. It's a prequel. To the next Predator movie. Um, they just showed us like a little teaser trailer. It was only like a 30 second thing. It was like this girl was running out of the forest. And then she finds this like warrior looking girl. And they like Could have been her daughter. Each other. Could have been. And she's like shh. And she has her bow and arrow. And she goes to like. It looks like she's trying to find. You assume that she knows it's the Predator. You just, well. She knows it's something. Yeah. And then... And guys, we're talking like these are native... It's a Native American yes. tribe. We're, we're going back. Yeah, it's it's way back. And so she has her, her uh, bow and arrow kind of cranked back. And then all of a sudden you see the three red triangle dots. I don't even know. Reticle. The, the reticle on her forehead. <laughs> Why did you emphasize on her forehead? Five head. <laughs> I don't know. You're wild then, dude. <laughs> and then that's pretty basically it. Well, no, we assume she gets obliterated. Yeah, we, we do assume that her head just explodes after that because, you know, there's no going back. So, yeah, there's no going back. You're, you're, you're cooked. So we assume she gets cooked and then we assume maybe, or she doesn't. I don't know how she doesn't. Yeah, I don't really know and how maybe it her just... daughter or the, the young... Uh, Whoever it was. The young the young girl in the tribe becomes the main character. I'm not sure. I I love Predator. We talked about this. 
I don't understand how this movie's going to work. The whole movie has to be her just hiding. Because here's the thing. We're talking we're t- we're talking a primitive tribe and I don't mean primitive as a slander. I mean there is no technology. She yeah. has a wooden bow and arrow like primitive weapons you're you're assuming primitive tomahawk like tomahawks that yeah. I don't that does <laughs> We have seen xenomorphs lose to three predators. We have seen SEAL Team 6 get obliterated by Predator. How, and no offense, how is a primitive Native American tribe without the technology supposed to take out a Predator unless unless this tribe is the biggest tribe I thought you were going to say something else. That would have been inappropriate. No, I'm not not even going to say it. You'll never be able to cancel me ever. Oh my gosh. I I just, unless there is strength in numbers here, I don't understand how this movie works. And granted, you could argue, well, Predator movies are, they're meant to entertain. Totally understand. (laughs) But I I don't understand how the trailer that we saw isn't just the movie. Yeah, so I, here's the thing, is... I mean, I I only see this movie ending one way, and it's just this entire village being decimated. And then the predator just goes on and lives, and, you know, that's that. Because they can't, they can't kill it and extinct it, because there's more predator. I mean, unless this is just one out of a bunch of predators that are out there. Well, but- I mean, we know there's... We, I mean, we 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 saw you see at the end of Predator Two that they keep their trophies and that there's a, well, a well, long lineage yes. and that you can be you can become you can almost be like grandfathered in as a warrior like Danny Glover gets like yeah you know, but you know what I'm saying no, I, like, I totally get you it can't like if this is supposed to be one of the because I'm pretty sure this is supposed to be one of the first predators on Earth so if this is one of the first predators on Earth, there's no way they can kill it because then there'd be it just wouldn't work. I'm not sure. We'll find out August fifth. We'll find out August fifth along with Resurrection, which is also coming out August fifth. Yep. And can you explain this trailer a little bit? So I can. It was a little bit okay. So. I just asked you to explain it and I almost started explaining it. So I'll just I'll just let you it, it was definitely a little bizarre. So stars Rebecca Hall, who is becoming a scream queen and I'm all about it. She was in Tales from the Loop, which we've never talked about on the show. I, th- I don't think it fits the mold, but w- some of the best TV in my opinion it's that very exists. Good. She was in the Nighthouse, a slammer, but if you remember to quote Spooky <laughs> Really liked it, just didn't make her list. Gosh dang it. <laughs> uh, which I want you guys to know is a thing we say probably every two days, if not daily. Dang it. So, sorry. Um, it just starts with her kind of having like this panic attack about this guy that she's seeing and... Her daughter implies that she's having episodes again, so we don't know if this man caused this lifetime trauma or or what. And so she 
We don't really know. She, she's she, like following him. She's like following him and she's stalking him and she's, I can't believe what he did to me so long ago. I've got to end it. But he's not in the frame in the beginning of the trailer. Like half the trailer goes with her just being like terrified. Yeah. Of something, you know. Yeah. And then she's at what looks like a college lecture and she sees him. And uh, the man in question is played by Tim Roth, who just naturally can look creepy, and I love it. He's also Abomination, which we haven't watched it yet, but spoiler, uh, Abomination is going to be in She-Hulk, and Tim Roth is playing Abomination again, oh, nice. which is cool. So she she's like hyperventilating in the lecture, looking at him. He's not even looking at her. He's not even attending. He's attending to the lecture. She's yeah. like staring at him. And we're just getting this vibe that they, something happened a while back and she's either traumatized from that or she's carrying trauma from something different or, or a multitude of different things and her daughter is trying to to like to level her. with her to yeah. level with her but she, her whole intention is I gotta protect my family and then the trailer kind of comes to a conclusion with Tim Roth saying it's been a long time and he I, said it's like, been 22 years. years yeah and I'm like what so I'm not gonna because they, they're at like a cafe yeah. I'm not going to be insensitive as to what potentially happened, but uh, it was a South by Southwest selection. Tons of accolades are playing the whole time in this trailer. Like you're getting, you're you're getting segments of the trailer into the accolades segment, accolade, and tons of accolades from very reputable sources. Yeah. So I'm excited for this one. I love Rebecca Hall. She hasn't disappointed. Tim Roth. I'm all. Uh, I like. Don't tell me what's going on. I'm. I'm in. Yeah. I'm, don't tell me. I'm, Same I'm thing with the night house. Yeah. I had mean, no there, idea. There was a scene. If you remember, she opens up her stove because there's a turkey in oh, there. Oh yeah. And she she starts to have like a. a I'm gonna. I'm gonna just gonna say an episode because that's what her daughter called it. She starts to have an episode. Where her nose starts to bleed, and she goes to touch the scolding hot turkey in her oven, and then in her eyes, it flashed to like this dead baby. Yeah, it was like a. It's a scorched. A scorched baby, baby and it, or and something. And then I think it makes a sound. It was nuts. It was it was I'm ba- weird. I, I'm thankful you did not show me what this was. People at South by Southwest have seen it. They mm-hmm. really like it. Lots of accolades. LOL, also August 5th, as mentioned. Yep. And Shudder, right? Shudder bought the rights, so it'll be on Shudder. I, I believe. Potentially, maybe. Yes. Redacted, yes. if I'm wrong. Pretty sure it's coming to Shudder. Yes. So, the last one I'm going to talk about is that's also coming out August 5th <laughs> is A24's body bodies 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 man okay so basically this is a movie with a bunch of what do you want to say high school girls you can say I, could be high school or college, college girls. they're spring break and I would say they're spring breaker type okay girls. so spring breaker girls are on a house that, I together. don't mean that derogatorily I yeah. mean well they're I mean they're they're partying crop tops yeah we're comfy. Yeah. We're, we're here to party. We're vibing. We're not here to study for quantum physics. No, we're... We're here to... We're here to... We're here to get lit. Yeah. As the young and... As the whippersnappers say. Yeah. We're here to get lit. We've got glow sticks around our necks. It's going to be a great time. And so they're... They're having this party and then all of a sudden, like, they lose power. Yeah. Power and, goes out. Yep. And so then they just kind of like chill and they're sitting around and then all of a sudden one of the girls goes oh we should play bodies 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 and then it's- and if you guys remember i apologize this was also at, at south by south yes. south, south by southwest 
also been seen by several critics and reputable reputable journalists. Uh, I just wanted to throw that in. So, like, we we have mentioned it on the show, but we hadn't seen the trailer yet. Yes, correct. And so she's like, oh, we should play Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And, of course, someone goes, every time we play this game, somebody cries. And then it cuts to, like, a scene of somebody crying, which is really funny. (laughs) And so, basically, again, there's, like, maybe, I want to say, like, six girls and two guys. There's Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. And another guy who I'm I'm not sure who that was. But basically one of the guys is like, Well, how do you play it? And one of it's almost like Among Us is what Yeah, I would say that's a good yeah. That's a good comparison. So one of the one of the players or you know, girls or whatever, one of the guys or whoever is the quote unquote killer and they have to go around and it's come almost like a tag game, but you know, you're killing them or something or whatever. Well, and they're not allowed to say who. Yes. So every everybody's playing. It's among it, that's a. I didn't think about that. That's a good. Rep- that's a good reference to what is going on. Yeah. Well, it turns out that the somebody is actually killing these people. You always. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole movie is just you know them playing this bodies 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 game thinking that it's for fun, but really their friends are actually dying, and then they find out their friends are actually dying, and then they start freaking out, like, oh my god, one of us really is the killer. And then what's... What I thought was funny, and I think I'm laughing because I've been there before, and I know... You've been in a house of people getting murdered? No, like, I'm not there yet. I've I've just... I've, I've witnessed the girl group cattiness before. Oh, for sure. And I it's mean, you're just... A, you're a valley girl. And then it's just all of a sudden, now that they're all in, like, a stressful situation and they're not just, you know, free partying all the time, they start throwing out all these truths. You're actually a toxic friend. You gaslight me. And it's just, like, them just going back and forth. So, like, so I agree with you. I think you have to explain that it's very... It's meant as, like, a... It's meant to be like satirical. Yes. Yeah. It, it's not like a serious. It's like stop gaslighting me. Like it's it's meant to kind of as a play on. Yeah. It's supposed. Yeah. Exactly. On the it's, culture. Yeah. It's a very. I mean, it's just Pete Davidson's in it, so it's a very. Good yeah. Movie. It, 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 so, hearing us describe it, it's a hard movie to describe because it is it is meant to be funny and satirical and silly. And it has the hor- the horror element's going to take the back burner to yes this cult- culturally yeah. this culturally appropriated Among Us game yeah, basically. And Pete Davidson's hilarious. He has a bit at the end. I'm not going to spoil it. Go watch it. Uh, that's that's something we talk about all the time. Is I understand there's all the Kanye stuff with Pete Davidson, but I think it's hilarious. He's never done anything sketchy to my knowledge. Not sure how I I can understand like not being a fan of him, but not sure how people are like I hate him. I don't understand that. And, that's, if, and if you do, you know that's your thing. If you don't like tell him, us why. maybe go watch King of Staten Island and then tell me if you still hate him. Just watch people make fun of his dad who passed away in 9-11 and how he takes and like, he a And he still thinks I it's just, funny. Yeah. Like, he just, it's funny. But anyways, so uh, those were our Sinister Sneaks. I hope you enjoyed our little... And go watch them. Sneak previews. Yeah, definitely we, we, watch them. We use it for content to talk about it because we're excited about it, but definitely go... We Every, want you to go watch. Yeah, we want them. you to go see him. We want to entice you because enough to go watch. Because there were trailers that trailers. we watched 
that I didn't talk about because I don't. You don't need to watch it. I don't think that you guys would be interested. There's no. Point or you it. may, but we wanted to allocate time to the ones that we thought were worthy. The ones that came out on August fifth. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> dude. So what do we got? We got two things to review today. Yeah, we got two reviews. We I say let's do. What do you think? Uh, what do you want to do first? Maybe the con. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Okay. So, uh, we're going to go into our review of Spookala, which was an Ocala convention, an Ocala horror convention, for those of you who don't know, we live in Ocala, Florida, and it took place Friday, May 13th, to Sunday, uh, May 15th, so it started on Friday the 13th, so I thought it was pretty cool, and I will put a little disclaimer in there that it was run by uh, our friend DJ, who we do know personally, but we are going to be unbiased in our projections and our review, but I do want to be straight up in the fact that I do know DJ personally and that he knows who I am, so that way, you know, I don't want to get any grief. I'm just going to be transparent and straight up. So we've never, re- we've never reviewed, like, a physical, tangible event before. I mean, we don't... We typically just kind of f- off the dome. We don't really have a structure, which I think works in our favor because it structures kind of become too crypt too scripted yeah. at certain points you know not we're not ign it. we're not writing you know gameplay value you know we're not gonna do that yeah uh, we're not doing like segments so um even though this is a segment I, no, no no what i meant was it's not segmented based on like things i see what you mean it's yeah, not yeah. reviewed like well this got this piece got a four out of ten but this yeah. piece got a nine out of ten yeah that sounds the, like a if lot we of add work. all the numbers like, yeah it's, we uh we do everything on a on a slasher on a whim yeah we do everything on a hack, hack and slash, or slash or scale. That's what's up. Exactly. So I have a seg- I have a little thing I have to say at the end, so I think you should go first. I'll chime in, and then I can add anything that you don't add, because I have something to say at the end. Okay. In regard to the con? Yes. Okay. So I, overall, I definitely liked it. I First of all, I love the fact that the whole convention was dedicated to horror. Absolutely. Because there is some, there there are other conventions that that do you know gear towards more horror, but it was just really cool to have it in our hometown. So I think what you're trying to say is, and it's okay to say it, there are horror conventions that have Ric Flair show up. Yeah, it, this yeah. was all in. It was. It was all horror. All of the guests that were there for meet and greet they, they all, all fit the mold horror characters and i loved it i loved i th- i thought for its first year i felt like the the people the guests and the celebrities that were brought on i thought it was a great choice great lineup yeah give you want to give some of the just for those who don't maybe don't live here some of the guests that were there so you had Corey Taylor from Slipknot. Yeah, Corey Taylor from Slipknot. Meet and greet and acoustic yep. performance. He you did had, some Slipknot songs. Yep. He did some Stone Sour songs. He did the SpongeBob theme song, which got national attention from Loudwire. They reported on it. Wait, hang on. <laughs> yeah. Wait, hang on. Wait, hang on. I need you to just back up a little bit. I don't need to back up. I said what I said. He did a SpongeBob theme song? Yes. He created it? No, he did it. He performed it. Oh, I was like, this is gone. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> I got. I am more sunburned than you. Will you chill? I'm not sunburned. I'm just saying. So he, you know, meet and greet with Corey Taylor. Yeah. Uh, performance. 
uh, Ice Spencer from Ice Nine Kills was there. Well, everybody from Ice Nine because there Spencer yeah. was doing meet and greets. Uh, picture. So when so when we say meet and greets, I just want you guys to know that, that means like signing, talking to pictures, them, picture. I, I want to make sure that that's defined when I yeah. say that. The typical con meet and greet means all those things. At least that's what I feel like cons yeah. we've been to. Uh, Spencer was there. Spent. Um, they did Ice Nine Kills did an acoustic performance same day as yep. Um, same day as Corey Taylor, which is crazy, and they did a VIP show, I believe, at O'Malley's where they played full band. Yes, I believe I believe so. They did. Um, Wrinkles the Clown was there. Wrinkles the Clown was there. Uh, very popular. Yep. Uh, Alistair Black. Yep. Uh, AEW superstar Dan Housen and Alistair Black. Uh, James Jude Courtney, the current shape. Yep. Uh, you had Michael Myers. For those who don't know yeah, what sorry. the shape is, sorry, my bad. Should have done that. Um, Quinn Lord, who did, who was Sam? Yep. In Trick or Treat. Uh, Harvey Gil- Harvey. Uh, he's Spanish, so I I don't, I don't want to butcher his name, but I might Harvey Galen, uh, which was Guillermo. Guillermo. And what we do in the shadows. We we later learned he's also funny in a new version of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse or something. Yeah, he's a he's the house. He's the house. Yeah, which I thought which was really is cool. Weird, but kind of also cool. He's also going to be Nightwing, I believe, in the um, Harley Quinn uh, animated, animated show that series. Likes. Yes. So I mean, yeah, I didn't mean to take your thunder. No, Stack no, 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 no. It was Yeah. So I was, also yeah. held at the World Equestrian Center, which we didn't say which primo venue. For those of you who don't live in Ocala, look up World Equestrian Center. Look at how much that bad boy cost our city to build. Insane. Yeah. The, We're the horse capital of the world, to, for those of you who don't to know. To stay there, like, the hotel is insane. It's insane. So, yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of guests that we didn't mention, but... We can, you can't say them all. Uh, yeah. Those are the heavy hitters. There was a lot, but, I, I like I said, I think it was a really great selection for its first year. I feel like it's going to gain a lot of traction for next year to get, you know, bigger, other people, stuff like that. One thing, and I, and I, this isn't even, I don't think this is even just Spookala's thing, because I feel like it happens at every convention. So maybe it's just a convention thing that bothers me, is when I'm going through the vendors, mm-hmm. I hate that I have to backtrack to to get to a booth that I missed. Yeah. You have to like serpentine and then backtrack. There's not like a consistent walkway to hit every single booth because of the way they have to set it up and I th- for yeah. the space. I don't think you I yes, this this was present at Spookella, but I like you said, I think it's present at every I think it's show. every convention. And I think it's a flow of traffic type of thing. Yes. Exactly. And, could, and, and and maybe that's one maybe we need, you know, Maybe we need to get convention, you know, do an interview and get a convention owner on because I would like to know the specifics about it. Could be a fire yeah. hazard when I think about it. Everybody going in the same line. Oh, it could be a fire hazard. You know? so, um, it, it could, I mean, it could be just the space to fit that many booths in in one area. You have to like maximizing. You have you know? to put them somewhere. I don't know, but I do. And know, we're ignorant towards it. We are. Yeah. I have no idea, but I do know that I'm just like man. I feel like I missed like yeah, as a, a bunch cons- of as a consumer, booths. it creates anxiety in the form of what if I missed that one booth that had the one thing I'm looking for? Exactly, you know? <laughs> yeah. And you know, I obviously get like the primetime spots, you know, the bigger booths, you know, the bigger sponsors. Sponsors they, get they the bigger get booths. The, for sure. They get the you know, you're gonna no matter which way you walk, you're gonna see it. So I I get all that. 
Um, there was an overall consensus that there, um, that the like the food and drink thing. Yeah, was there kind was of an a, issue. there was apparently no. However, we, no, we didn't experience that firsthand. We didn't experience it, but I also. Again, I can't really blame Spookala, the convention, for this. It's I feel like that's more of a venue thing. Because the more that I think about it, they the the convention center on this that the venue was at at the World Equestrian Center, you know, they have like their little con- concession stand. They probably didn't allow outside food vendors. Which means I didn't see any I, well, there wasn't. There wasn't okay. any, and which means I'm wondering if the venue was like no outside food vendors because, you know, at our if you remember at our wedding that that venue That's was true. That like no outside food vendors. That's true. So I'm wondering even if you know DJ and you know the Spookala team wanted maybe more food and drinks, their hands could have been tied. Maybe For they sure. didn't. Maybe they didn't do it. So again, I, I can't really I'm not gonna knock that on the convention. I feel like that was a venue thing. Um I still present. Yes. Still present, but not necessarily a convention issue, a venue issue. Right. You know. But it's it's growing pains of beautiful venue. Yes. How do we get past this going into the next convention going into next year yeah one thing i loved is the parking and like man parking was fantastic there was so much space to park there's so much space which was great it's, it, we're, it's we're the horse capital world as mentioned it's just fields yeah it is you knew where to park it was and for the most part you knew where to go and it wasn't even that big of a walk like we no. and we parked in the far back grass we did. and the walk wasn't terrible or anything so it was nice getting in was easy yeah getting granted, in was we went easy. middle of the we went middle of the day saturday uh, that's when we showed up. But getting in was easy. You know, buying the tickets was easy. Stuff like that. They, you know, they had a whole section where, like, the panels were. That was great. I thought that was really, really yeah. that was really cool. Uh, very, I liked, I liked the vendors sort of being in the middle. And then you could step out in either direction, be at the stage for the concerts, the panels, or back in the back with the meet and greets if you needed, like, a breather to, like, step yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I... I liked the fact that thing. I liked more the congestion in the middle, and then I need a break. You, you can you spread can find out. your way to spread out. Yeah, you know? yeah. I one thing I wish they had and again. Again, this could be a venue thing. I'm not sure. Is during the panels there was a big screen in back because remember, I Sign Kills yeah. had their logo up they there. Did. I wish there was a Corey video. I wish there was a video of what the panel was. Ah, that's a good point. You know what I'm saying? So, so instead it's of like, just a Spookawa logo, yeah, the production of, team is putting the yeah. Panel up so there. like I because people who are we had little the, monsters with us. Yeah, you know. people who are way in the back. You know, when we were watching, what's the guy's name who plays Guillermo? Harvey Gillen. Harvey. So when Har- I could be pronouncing his last name when Harvey was up apologies. there. Uh, it was so hard for me to see. I mean, I knew it was him because of his voice, but it was so hard for me to see if I could have had it on that big screen. That would have been awesome. And I, I like it. You know, that's a good idea. So, um, what I also really liked is off to the side. They had like the big, like the um, Ecto One, the the Ghostbusters yeah, people. That was really cool. I forgot what they're called. Something Florida. Yeah. Ecto Force. We should have wrote it down. Maybe I think it's called Ecto Force of Florida. They're out of Florida, man. They had Ghostbuster stuff out the wazoo. Their stuff was so cool. Uh, tons of photo opportunities with like different props. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, man, it was great. It reminded me of the 501st, but I feel like they had way more stuff going I on. I think they so, had too, yeah. They had an Ecto-1, they had proton packs, they had traps. They had the whole nine. And it I, was, yeah. That whole back wall was all, like, photo op areas. Yeah, that I was thought great. was really cool. I thought that was cool, too. I like that idea. They had a giant Stay Puft. Yeah. I don't think I've... Not that I can remember. I don't think I've ever been to a convention where they've had, like, photo op areas. Not necessarily photo op areas, but Megacon typically does have big players come out. Uh, Typically, you know, you might have to pay for it. But, like, uh, some of the setups to the sidewall, like, one of our little monsters went right up to Sam. It was like a prop yeah. replica of Sam took a picture. Yeah, no it was cost, just really Which is cool. fun. I, I get people got to make their bread. Yeah. And, you know, we got to, gas prices are insane. We got to provide for our families. Rent's high. I get that. But it was cool to have sections where. It was really cool. You could take pictures and not be harassed to pay or. Exactly. You know, yeah. whatever. They have the Jeepers Creepers. He was, I think he was paid. He was paid. But that was really cool. He, it, he, he looked, looked really just good. just like, yeah. yeah it was he insane. looked really great. So, yeah, so that's what I've got. What did you think about, and I'm going to give my, you know, give my two cents. What did you think about vendor selection? Which, so, again, is not necessarily a convention issue. People apply to be a vendor. You know, that's a lot. That's how conventions stay alive is the vendors. So this isn't necessarily a a convention issue if you have if you have gripes. But just the selection of product, what did you think? Um, so, I was a little bit, I don't know, I I kind of have like a mixed feeling about this, because there were a lot of things I loved, there were a lot of like, like um, you know, handmade things that I loved and stuff like that, but I also feel like... For some reason, and again, maybe this is a question that I ask someone who, you know, organizes a convention. Because, again, I have no idea. So, this just could be, like, a logistics thing. I I noticed, and again, it's not just Spookala. I noticed that, like, all the pop booths are right next to each other. Lots of pops, man. And then there were two comic book vendors Right across the right across from each other, and it's almost like I, I I wish they were kind of spread out because especially with pops because people you know crowd those it gets very crowded in that one little area stuff like that. Um, but as far as the selection, I did think it was again it's a horror you know they basically are just gonna do horror stuff which is what we got, and I feel like. I don't know. I also didn't go in searching specifically for something, but I was a little bit kind of disappointed on the selection. And and this is like non-pop stuff. Like I was a little bit disappointed on like just like regular like horror merchandise to buy. Not saying that there wasn't any because there definitely was. Um, and again, maybe I missed it because I didn't walk past it or something. Yeah, potentially. So overall, I echo a lot of your sentiments. I thought the I thought the guests, especially for I don't I don't want to use the excuse of first year, but especially for the first year, excuse me, guests were on point, man. I mean, you got to see Corey Taylor play acoustic, one of the biggest metal bands. He's in one of the biggest metal bands that exists. Yeah, you know, could be a hot take. I don't think it is. 
I also think Iceland's kill. For those who don't Iceland know, kills, Corey Taylor's he's, in Slipknot. He's, he's, a, he's a lead singer of Slipknot. He also, uh, he was in Stone Sour before he was in Slipknot, but he's also in Stone Sour. But yeah, he's, you know, Iceland Kills, moving on up, huge fan base. They fit the mold perfectly. It's their shtick. Horror is their shtick. Yeah. You got to see two of those performances, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you got interaction. Like, Ice Nine Kills, when they were playing, you got, like, panel, cl- you know. Yeah, you, you know. they would do a song and then it was very do, intimate, then you they know? would do, like, a, a question here or there. It was, like which, it, it was like if you would pay, you know, a VIP to see a band and they did an acoustic set first before they do full band. You, had to, you, used, you have to pay VIP money. Like, Wage War right now is on tour. Their, their VIPs get an acoustic performance potentially get to ask questions but you pay vip money for yeah it. you do this was for everybody yeah this everybody was like got a little vip yeah. you know spot for it was them. vip level as far as yeah. the way it was produced i love the venue uh getting in was great i it was it was a little pricey if you didn't care about the music performances but also make sure you buy your tickets ahead of time it was way cheaper, you know. Yeah, way we, cheaper. We did not buy we them ahead not. of time. It definitely was cheaper. You know, that's definitely that's what you should be doing. I think if you love Ice Nine Kills and you love Corey Taylor, it's worth the money. Or if or if it was just you're okay with that and you yeah. want to be at a horror convention. Yeah, either way, I definitely think worth the money. I, I mean, we still have some other things to talk about, but I want. To briefly just get into something real quick, and then we'll circle back. I'm going to put a disclaimer that has not this has nothing to do with Spoke Spookala at all. But vendors really need to work on vendor behavior etiquette. I realize that it's tough out there. I realize you got to provide for your family. I realize you invested in booth space and things of that nature, but. Just know if you're coming with just pops at a horror convention, it, it might be rough. It might be rough for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same thing with, you know, just comic books at an anime convention. It may be rough. Yeah. I'm not going to call anybody out. I'm not going to single anybody out. I'm not going to give any clues to who people are. But I had two horrible experiences with vendors. And one of them was. My wife has tattoos, and she has tattoos of uh, different horror characters. I I apologize for sensory issues. I was my mouth is dry. I think it's because I'm getting triggered. Do you want some water? <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> uh, I had a there was a guy at a, at a there was a guy at a vendor booth who tried to grab my wife's arm to show her something. It's just unacceptable. Don't touch my wife. Don't touch anybody. Yeah. We're not physically touching anybody. But please don't touch me. Especially after a pandemic. Yeah. If we want to buy it, bud, we just walked by. We would buy it. Yeah. Uh, trust me. I saw it. Like, I... Don't, don't, touch, I don't, need, don't touch my wife. I don't need you to physically move me to that product. I don't saw it. Don't worry. Could have been could have been bad. I'm thankful it wasn't. Secondly, I was at, like, five minutes later, I'm at another vendor booth, and I'm wearing a heat hat, and she's like, oh, you like the heat. Yeah, I'm wearing the hat. I'm okay with the conversation starter. But yes, I'm wearing a heat hat. I do like the heat. I've been a heat fan since I was a little monster. And then she's like, do you like the Hurricanes? And I said, or she, oh, she goes, do you like the heat? Yeah, are you from there? My dad's from there. He's from Fort Lauderdale. And then she switches. Do you like the Hurricanes? 
my dad used to like my dad was a hurricane fan yeah goes and grabs a pop of sebastian who is the mascot of the hurricanes of the hurricanes and just gives it to me and goes yeah he's twenty dollars First of all, she didn't hear the fact that I said my dad was a Hurricane fan. My dad is no longer living. Yeah. She didn't listen. Yeah. Then she hands me a pop, and she goes, yeah, he's $20. And I go, oh, that's cool. Like, I don't like the Hurricanes. Yeah. I'm a Gator fan. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> and then we're both standing there. That's so awkward. And I go... Okay, thanks. And I go to hand it back to her, and she just looks at me. So then I walk back to where she grabbed it and stock her product for her yeah. that she awkwardly gave me in the first place. I don't even like... like I, If she would have listened, yeah. I don't like the Hurricanes. It's very, it was so, very Again, weird. this has nothing to do with Spookala, but I, I have to say it because it's been bothering me. They're, most of the vendors were phenomenal. Struck up conversation. We even made deals with certain vendors to get stuff off. It's typically how you work, how it works. The overall flow and experience was great. Unfortunately, like I left early because I, like, vendors, you can ruin someone's time. Yeah, a hundred. This goes for MegaCons this weekend, I think, or next weekend, right? No, it's this weekend. It's this weekend. If you're a vendor, for the love of God, search up etiquette, search up social skills. Yeah. I can help you. Be chill. Don't invest in a vendor booth unless you can risk losing. Yeah. And I think all the vendors did great at Spookala. I'm just saying, don't... And and DJ would tell you the same. Do not buy a booth unless you can afford it. And you can afford... Just don't do it. It's just like... First of all, don't try to touch people. That's just super uncomfortable. And, And like... If people want to buy stuff, let them naturally come to your booth and look at things. And if they, like, start looking at things, then talk to them about it. But, like, physically forcing an item into someone's hand is just super unacceptable. Trying to grab my wife's arm. Like... Don't do it. Like, guys, come on, man. Like, you're you're making me never want to buy any of your stuff. Yeah. Like, there were some, pla- there were some booths that I got their business card mm-hmm. that I probably will go on and buy some For other sure. stuff in the future. And... They hit you with appropriate etiquette. Yeah, they were. You know exactly. If 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 you're gonna hit me with inappropriate things and just make me super uncomfortable and make it awkward for me, I'm never. I'm never gonna buy from you. Because let me tell you, someone else also has it there. Exactly. Someone else has what whatever we're looking for there. Exactly. Or a complimentary like something that's comp yeah complimentary to it or comparable to it. Yeah. So, overall, I think the convention was great. Would, I'm excited for next year. I'm excited for next year, too. What would you... We're gonna, And we're going to try to be a part of it uh, as best as we can. Uh, you know, we're new in our infancy, so we didn't want to go out on a limb. But, obviously, being a, horror, a spooky horror podcast in Ocala with a horror convention, we want to be more involved. So, we're going to see what we can do next year to try to... To help to help get Spookala to where we think it can be and to just help promote and uh, bring value in any way. What, uh, with our rating scale, what would you give it? I'd say it's definitely a slasher. I would say it's a slasher, too, which is the highest thing. Final Girl is the highest. That's a 10 out of 10. We've never given anything to Final Girl. We've never given anything to Final Girl, <laughs> but I would definitely say this is a slasher. Uh, it was a slasher, without a doubt. It was a slasher. So we're running we're running high on time. I'm going to, uh, for those of you who wanted the Evil Dead, the game review, 
we got we got a little long winded, so we'll we'll bring that. I'm just gonna make an executive decision. We'll bring that to you next week. We'll play a little bit more. Uh, so next week you can hopefully expect uh, the Evil Dead the game review. You can hopefully expect a review of Men, which come if you're listening to this, it's it's out. Uh, we wanted to go see it today, but we are just burned out from. You can't miss you can't miss out on a pass holder preview to a ride no one can ride yet. That's true. So we had to do that. So big episode next week. We're gonna do uh, Evil Dead the game review. Apologize for those who wanted it today. We're gonna do hopefully a men review, and then we're going to give. We don't have to talk too much about it. We're gonna do maybe a little recap of Stranger Things so far because Stranger Things season four will be coming out. Uh, yeah, we ended with such a negative. That was such a bad idea, because now I'm a little triggered. But it's no one's fault. I'm happy. Tomorrow's Friday. We're, we're lots of good stuff on the horizon. Killing it. Take it away. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. I really appreciate us. Really appreciate you pre- us. You appreciate us? <laughs> oh, my us? God. I really appreciate you. I mean, I appreciate you, too. You, 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 the listeners. I appreciate the listeners. Oh, my gosh. Guys, if it's your first time listening, thank you so much. Not sure how you guys found us, but we're glad that you stuck around anyways. Hopefully, you will be back next week. We love our new peeps. We love our old peeps. All all of the peeps. If you haven't <laughs> You know what? You I really can't. need a script. Here's what I need to do. I, need <laughs> I mean, to, maybe you don't. Here's what I need to do. But I need just to just go, not dude. look at you when I'm doing I'm trying this. not to look at you. I'm looking at Jeff Goldblum, Apartments.com commercial. Guys, if you haven't already, please follow us on all the social medias. Uh, I almost said Spooky Lunchbox. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's off the rails, Matrimony dude. of Madness, guys. Matrimony of Madness. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook discord tiktok all the good stuff appreciate it if you guys can leave us a review we would also love to read that give us some feedback we love talking to you guys and shout out to little monsters shout out to little monsters shout out to the teen wolves shout out to teen wolves have a killer week